Everyone, anyone has any uh anything they want to talk about or hear someone talk about? I it's Dana. I was reading about reading Ramana Maharshi and and uh, he said something about um that <laughs> I'm not even gonna remember. It was um he talked about the the body being not being bad but being kind of gotten rid of in that sense and he talked about self was good i mean he didn't put it that way but no, I, yeah he, the way he uses the word self is with a capital s and he's talking about everything and nothing yeah right okay that what is is what they call self in his terminology right yeah so okay yeah and in his terminology the body is an appearance in the mind supposedly so this is the dreaming so the mind would be dreaming and the body is appearing in the dreaming of the mind okay yeah that's one of his takes on it right but I remember anyway yes so no don't get confused. The self in his, he's not calling the body the self. He's calling self as everything and nothing, you know, the isness right. of all. Yeah. Yeah. This is that you, there's different terminology. So, like old Zen from China used the word mind when it got translated. So they used big M mind when it, they were talking about awareness or this capital S that they talk about in India, yeah, self. So it was big M mind. And then there's other ones they have, they use the idea of awareness or big S self, yes. Or, yeah. They're just trying to communicate, obviously, something. But the words don't really matter. The communication, I feel, is an impression that the words deliver, but the words don't leave the impression. Yeah. But the words can deliver an impression. That impression hopefully is, I know I am, so to speak. Yeah. So the recognition of uh, the seeker is the sort and stuff like that. Yes. So the words to me present, they're a vehicle for something to get delivered. And that thing that gets delivered is a message of that there's no need for any delivering so to speak yes because you are you are the message you are the source you are the solution so to speak yes so there's a message that there's no need for a message basically <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't mean it's not enjoyable to hear to listen or hear a message it doesn't mean because there's no it's not the message doesn't mean uh, because what's hearing the message is the message in a sense, yeah? It may like to hear its own music, yeah? Yeah, so this is what happens. So this is what can happen when people get too much into the words, they can miss the spirit of the message, I feel. And then fundamentalism or... When I saw it, when I first was doing stuff in non-duality uh i was asked to do a talk at uh 
an Australian website called uh, Urban Guru Cafe. I don't think it's there anymore. <clears throat> but they had a, a mission that they were going to speak to 100 people about this message of non-duality. Yes, 100. And then they, I think they stopped after that. And so uh, they asked me to speak, and then I spoke. And then I went to, I hadn't been to their website. I went there. And then I was reading commentary about other people speaking. And there was a giant like war of if you used the word I or me or you, you were you were disqualified <laughs> from the conversation. And it was really uh, like non-dual Pharisees, you know. They they had the letter of the law, but I didn't I felt there was they were missing a spirit of the law. Yeah. So I think the message is is intends to be sloppy. And it also moves to different points. So sometimes you're speaking from an action figure view, and then sometimes you're speaking from a, a, a no view view, yes? Yeah, it goes, so one moment you're talking about surrender and the next moment surrender is seen, well, who is there to surrender and to whom, yeah, or to what? So basically at the same talk, one, one thing that's said can be negated by another thing that's been said, but it's not that what's being said, it's a sense, yes? Yeah. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, no, I sensed he was talking about a self in a positive way. I just, but I wanted to verify it to make sure I wasn't crazy. We just, First of all, there is no idea of self, really. There isn't a noun called self that's bad right. or good. But coming from like where he was from, they used the big S. Well, I come from out of, out of recovery, so we use the small S to mean yeah. something that has defeated us. Yeah? Yeah. And so you want to paint it like with all black shirts and pants and a black hat, you know, and make it the villain. So that because the way it defeats us is where I we're in the act of being identified as it. Yeah. So if you can draw a if you can make an image while you're communicating that it's other than you, the possibility of being free from it becomes available. Yeah. 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 People will say, well, it's everything is a part of us. Yes. But this part of you thinks it's all of you. And that's a little bit of a. It, it it needs to be addressed. I feel so, yeah. but there's the the whole thing that's there was never uh, a self. See, it's selfing, yeah. And the selfing here is not something a self does. See, a self doesn't do selfing. There's selfing that when listened to in a certain way implies a self. So when you're listening to a story of a self, which is selfing, there's a sense that you take yourself to be the object of the story as you picture it, which is a body, yeah? So now you're believing these attributes of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching, and the consciousness behind that all is that is an attribute the body has this is a this is a misunderstanding yes and it causes a lot of uh races to start at a at a manufactured point it's not really where the race starts yeah 
And so you're running to get somewhere that you already are at. Yes, this is the craziness of it. And so hopefully uh, that twisted logic, it seems twisted to the mental logic, but when you throw that little non-duality logic into the mix, it really disturbs the mental logic and it brings its uh, aberrations and uh, failings into a stark contrast, I hope. Yeah. And so you finally see unadorned by being the seer, but you see as awareness from awareness, you see an activity and you see what it's been implying. Yeah. And what it's been implying is made up from the activity. So that which is being implied is made up, yet when it's taken to be us, we think we're doing that which is making it up, you see? So that which has been made up is now the owner of that which it's doing, that which is making it up. It's insane, it really is, you know? Because time is the main, is a mat, in this, if you see this as a dreaming, time is one of the biggest aspects of the magic here. And it's just this simple. What's implied after is, is taken to be before. Yeah. So after you're listening to selfing for all these years and shit, what you're taking yourself to be by listening to that all these years is a self. Yeah. A, a body who has stuff and shit like this and da da da. And that self now thinks when it hears about selfing, it thinks it's doing the selfing, like it thinks it's doing everything else. Yeah. So it you hear about thinking and you immediately think, I'm the I'm the one who's thinking. You have bad feelings, I'm the one who had bad feelings. And then you have weird opinions about a person who would have bad feelings. You know, it just goes on and on. It just it's an indulgence that just keeps revigorating itself it's an addiction basically yeah if just like when they talk about in buddhism and tibetan buddhism they talk about the sky as a, as a as like an example of mind yeah an open sky is like big m mind yeah so so somebody who has looked at the sky can get a get a sense of something about mind, yeah? Because we're familiar with a sky, an open sky, but we may not be familiar with mind, but now we can go, oh, mind is like an open sky. All right, that's freaking cool. Well, here, if you've ever been under a form of addiction, this selfing seems like an addiction, yeah? Yeah, it goes very similar to other addictions, but this one is a little different because you take, you're looking at everything from the drug the head has been taking. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have, because it has, it. it's unbelievable how much effort and time the, the, the addictive nature of the head has saved because we take ourselves to be the drug, which is this idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taste of touch. There's no one taking itself to be the drug, but there's a taking 
a oneself to be the jug. Yeah. Now, knowing addiction intimately, like I do, in a sense, because I've lived under that tyranny. And under that tyranny, probably my worst go around was with cocaine. And that was probably, you know, if I was with, I would go out with, uh, you know, I love cocaine and I went out with women. I did not go out with women and do cocaine. I love cocaine and I'd go out with women. Yeah, that was the hierarchy of the addiction. So here's this addiction that seemed to be the worst example I've ever run into in this lifetime. And this addiction, I never thought at any second that I was cocaine, ever, never. Even if I was doing it for eight days straight, da da da, I never ever crossed that line that there was a thought that I was cocaine. I humbly believe the head is behind that line already. Because it's taking itself to be the drug, and now the drug is trying to get off of the drug. And it runs into an incredible dilemma that we found out in recovery, self can't get out of self. And I'm talking about the small s self, yeah? So the drug, if you're taking yourself to be the drug, and now you wanna stop doing the drug of self, that's self trying to get out of self, yes? we discovered that's an impossibility in recovery. Yeah. Now, hopefully we discover it's an impossibility. It's in satsang, truly. Yeah. Because really the greatest addiction, the, the addiction that can weather other addictions that was there before the other addiction and after the other addiction has run its time out, this addiction of the head to this ideation of self is is pretty fucking stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where you're trying to get out of it as it. Yeah. Wow. So that's why I true. You can look at it many, many ways. You can hear this message and it will be disarming. You can hear a description of the inability of self to try to get out of self. And that may lead to an incredible disappointment, which is going to be a hallelujah. Whatever or however you're led to, the futility of trying to get out of what you're not in is one of the effects that happens in satsang, yeah? You realize the futility of using the Buddha to seek the Buddha, hopefully, yeah? This is the unusual thing about non-duality. Its success is the admittance of complete failure in a way. It's incredible, literally. Yeah. Its success is not arriving at the goal. That is not its success. It says you are the goal. So there's no need to arrive at it. What? Yes. So all the arrivals failing is the great success of this message. Yeah. Because it brings great value to that failure. Why has it failed is because you're using what's looking to look for what's looking. Yes? That's awesome. It's incredible. If it lands, even if, it, even if it's a, like a glancing blow, it's like a knockout, literally, to the system. 
to the system. It changes success and failure and puts it on its head. Like that. Yeah. So now you're so fucking happy you never got it. Because <laughs> what you would have had would have been a neutered product. Yes. So through failure, it's the great success. They say it in The Course of Miracles. Your greatest successes are your greatest failures. Exactly. Your greatest failures in not getting what you felt it's you're anointed to get it. This you're a chosen one to get this. To fail at getting it is the greatest success because it tells you why you can't get it. Not because you're inadequate or not because you haven't done enough and not because you didn't stay with the guru longer or not because you didn't donate more money. You do. You cannot arrive where you already are. That's the beauty of the message. I hope. I hope that's what's heard here, literally. Yeah? Yeah. So... It would just put that fucking... Uh, it's like reflected light. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. So you're not going to get it. Hallelujah. Yeah. You're not going to understand it. Hallelujah. It's indescribable. Why are you attempting to describe it? Or why are you going to places where people try to describe it? It's indescribable. It's incomprehensible. It's unknowable. Why do you want to try to know it? Why do you want to understand it? Why don't you turn that wanting to understand it to, about you to see if what, try to understand what you are. Maybe the first introduction would be, well, who is this? Who is this I that wants to arrive at a mythical conceptual place at the expense of woking, being awake to this place? Yeah. If it's not you, you're going to lose interest in it. You're going to lose interest in going somewhere and you're not and you're going to lose interest in you should have gone there earlier or you blew it or whatever. You're going to lose interest in it. Yeah. Interest is it, truly. Just loss of interest. It migrates somewhere and you'll observe you will it's we're not two levels below a coconut. You're going to observe over time that you're traveling lighter. Yeah. And the head that has been crowned with so much responsibility and power will have to be grudgingly admit it has nothing to do with it. Yeah. You don't need to build what's already there. You don't. You don't need to polish the mirror. You don't. It reflects quite well. Yeah. And so does this say, all right, I'm going to stop trying to polish the mirror? No. See, you're not that which is polishing the mirror. Let the polishing the mirror continue because it's going to have great value because you're not going to have a clearer mirror after all the polishing. It's just going to reflect, reflect, and reflect. Yeah. So great. This is not about, oh, you've been doing something and we advise you to stop doing it. No. We're talking about you doing something and seeing it was never you. It will never be you. It and never is you doing it. Yeah. So let it do its thing. That first, the first reaction didn't work, did it? 
Someone explains that you're doing something that's blocking you off from something, and now you're going to try to stop doing something that's blocking you off from something. Yeah. But really what makes it seem like you're blocked off from something is the interest you have in this thing. Yeah. If you lose that interest, you'll see nothing can block you off from the light that you are. Nothing can block you off from the light that you are. Nothing can get before you and light. You are it. This is great news. Yeah. So tell the truth about what you're not. Yeah. Let it grasp away. Let it grasp. Let Check it out. See what it's like. It's like that hungry ghost in Tibetan Buddhism with the small mouth and the big belly. Constantly trying to get more, more, more because it's never enough. Yeah. Not to use it. That's why people don't want to know this information because it feels it's going to make it harder to be yourself. I'd rather just be ignorantly blissful and fucking drink and have my fun. We're not we're not calling you to arms. This is how bad you are and you must change this. We're seeing it's not you. Yeah. So you lose interest in changing it. You lose interest in rehabbing it. You lose interest in a lot of ways that used to be immediately triggered to be interested in it with the old way of seeing. We're describing something that's not us. We are describing something that is not us. Yes. And just, you know, people will spend $10,000 to have something triggered, to have a peak experience. And really, the hallelujah is that they're here now, finally, unadorned by all this shit. That's your exact nature now. It's just more ordinary. It's like a dog shit awareness because it's always readily available. And you don't have the great joy of having a story that you did all this stuff to get there. It's obviously you didn't do shit to get anywhere. Yeah. There's no, you can't launch a blog post from it. You can't. You can't get into become a TikTok influencer or shit. It doesn't work. Yeah. It's ordinary dog shit awareness. You're awake because you're awake. Not that you did some Herculean tasks to get to become awake. You're awake. That's your natural condition. Yeah. It's what you're awake to is what's giving meaning to shit, yeah? If you're awake to something that wants to put you to sleep and you're listening to your head with your great awakeness, you're going to be seemingly out to lunch. That's what it will produce. That awakeness put into something that's neutered and dead is going to make you seem like you're out to lunch. You're not going to know what's going on. You're going to have to rely on people to tell you how you feel and how you think and what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Yeah. But when you see you're not that, you know blue is blue and red is red and green is green. The beautiful thing is, this is the truth. Yeah. There's a mental activity that's telling the story in time 
and it has a star of that story, and it's pictured as a body that it calls you. Yeah. And no matter what goes on, it's always following that ball of the star of the story. Yeah. Nothing right or wrong with it. It's good to notice it. Yeah. So you stop wasting time trying to change that which you don't need to change. You do not need it to change to be what you are. You do not need it to change to be what you are. You do not need it to change to be what you are. Yeah. Now, if you're available and present to what you are, the idea of being awake and then being seemingly not awake, you'll see that activity, you'll see that presentation, but you'll see it with awakened eyes, yeah? So now you'll be awake to being awake, yeah? You know, make up the parade date, get the confetti, get the fireworks, Wow, just like what's happened with with people in AA, they they a lot of us we would we think we deserve a medal because we stopped drinking. <laughs> we stopped antagonizing every person we ran into. We deserve a giant parade for that. I mean, that's what normal people do. More normal people grow up seemingly. Where I want a fucking award. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, there's no rewards here. You are what you are. Yeah. And it is what it is. Yeah. You ever watch that movie, uh, The Irishman? It's like a super long movie, four hours. You better have a good seat. But every few minutes in there, they throw a non-duality thing. It is what it is. <laughs> Honestly, you know, saying it all the time. They hit they hit a point of, hey, what the fuck? It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> now the beautiful thing is to see it is what it ain't. Yeah. To see it is what it ain't. Yeah. That's important, I feel. Because it is what it is, but it may be appearing to be it is what it ain't. Yeah. So let's uh use non-duality to turn our attention from the indescribable, the incomprehensible, and the un un unknowable to what can be known and described and understood, yeah? The machinations of the head. And maybe, just maybe, you'll see just like here now, a lot of Canadian goose are going somewhere. So they're flying in their big Vs and they're talking and yapping. And there's a huge migration of a lot of birds and then other birds come in. Yeah. Well, here you go. You're going to see, you may not even see it. You'll just experience the result. But my great interest and attention is going to migrate out of this black hole of selfing and it's going to enter what's happening. Yeah. And it may end up re enriching your day instead of enslaving you to a tomorrow and a yesterday. Yeah. Is it going to look like it looked like? Yes. Are you going to be living another day seemingly? Yes. But you will travel lighter. And then really, what more do you want?
Anyone, Mike? Uh, not yet. I was really surprised that there's geese out here still, even though the water is half frozen. <laughs> I think their terrain has changed also. Yeah, I don't know if that was the case or not, but yeah, it was weird. I don't think they're, I don't think they're leaving. There we go. Why bother? <laughs> A lot of places, but yeah. But they go, they travel quite far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, here comes Miss Amelia. Is she there? William, no. oh, so William S. has a question. Oh, hi, William. Yep, William. Miss Amelia with her hair. <laughs> <laughs> to do her hair. <laughs> All right, William. Can't hear you. Can't hear you, William. Hey, Mike, can you? T William uh, Stamps is. Yeah, he probably knows. Yeah. You know, I mean, not that mine's going to make a difference. Oh, all right. Can't hear you. I think this happened before with him. I think he'll figure it out. Oh, he's trying to come in again now on, on something else. Are you there, William? Still muted. Oh, what was that? That was Eric. Oh, let's uh, try to get back to him. If anyone else is there, we'll come back, William. Keep trying. And Zoom user raised his hand or her hand. <laughs> Uh, All right. There we go. Hey, Paul. It's Adrian. Hey, Adrian. How are you? Hey, I was going to ask you a question uh, kind of related to um, the program of AA, if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I was going to just ask for a perspective on um, what's, uh, what's occurring when someone says it's a selfish program. And I was just wanting to, like, you know, just another perspective from, well, I mean, like, what's occurring in them? What are they thinking? I don't know. What's the view on it? I don't know, but it would be, you know, they're still riding the same horse that was doing all these terrible things. And they were all now brought in, into the recognition that they were selfish. And now they're doing good things, but there's still a selfishness concerning it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, another, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So a <clears throat> lot of people have a rudimentary idea of selfishness that means you're doing, you know, terrible things to others and you're just fucking not sharing any pies and stuff like that. And then they notice that they were still driven by their that that agenda, but now they were doing good things and doing things that were helpful and uh and uh, healthy for them. 
but there's still it was still a selfish drive. They were looking to get something for that idea of stealth, yes? Okay. Yeah, so that was the narrative. But see, when you're in the grace of recovery, it doesn't even matter there, there's something going on that's not determined by the narrative. Yeah, so when you're thinking you're being selfish, what they say in AA in the beginning is, you're going to act yourself into right thinking. So you're thinking that you're being selfish or not doesn't freaking matter if you're just showing up, putting up chairs, not drinking an hour at a time or a day at a time, taking commitments. It doesn't matter what your thinking is going on. It works. Yes. I see. Yes. So I would think the idea of it being a selfish program was just uh, because... I think an old idea that selfishness has to look bad, so to speak. Yeah. So when you're thinking people who are doing good things cannot be selfish, they realize that's not true. <laughs> There's going to be a lot more revelations. Yeah. 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 And it's a way of mo it's a way of uh, motivation. Yeah. You're going to be better. Look at all of us now. Just stick with it. And so you're using the poison to to uh, get to the medicine, so to speak. Yeah. I see. Yeah, that's how I would see it. I was never one to, to uh, that wasn't a view that I had. Yeah, but whatever. But I've heard it a lot. Yeah. Right, well, it kind of goes against this view uh, or maybe not against it. It just, um, it just doesn't. So, you know, if uh, we read if you just look at the, the 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 literature, it says that you know that we find even when we're trying to be kind, considerate, you know, we're still self-seeking. Isn't that the root of the problem? Yeah. And so then I think it's for me the way that I was listening was like I think it's almost important for me, not for them, for me to not view it as a selfish program. You know, now it's not as you know, it's because then we're going. I feel like I'm going back to the root of the problem, which is self can't get out of self. And so then I'm just trying to get away from saying, hey, it's a selfish program. Yeah, well, that's easy to do. Just don't say it. Yeah, right. Yeah. But whenever you do share, you know, whenever there's a share, it's like, hey, self can't get out of self. I still find myself self-seeking. A lot of people defend that stance that, you know, it's a selfish program. So I was just curious about another take on it. That's all. Yeah. Well, the idea of the selfish program uh, in it, where things can be degrees of good and bad, it's it seems to be better if you're selfish in, in the act of recovery than it is the selfishness, self-centeredness while you're out there using. Yes? Yes, sir. So on on a degree level, it's a it's a better... It's better in those degree levels. And again, I don't I think they're basically saying that that it may look like that for a period of time. It's not going to look like that for all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it, Paul. Yeah, because you grow, obviously, uh, in recovery. Things recovery progresses and the changes occur. So you had your idea of fucking people over and then you read that paragraph and it was sort of uh quite revealing that 
they're describing that you can be virtuous and kind and generous and still be self-centered and selfish. Yeah. That was news to a lot of people who were just coming into the program. Yeah. Yeah. They were just, they was just thought it was a very clear thing. I was doing a lot of bad stuff. Now I'm going to do a lot of good stuff and that's all that's needed. And then of course, because the underlying problem isn't just the bad or good, it's the underlying bondage of self that AA put a big uh, kibosh on that by describing when you're doing all these great things, you can be selfish and self-seeking. You may be in that condition because most people weren't thinking that. They were thinking, I was a bad self and now I'm a good self, yeah? And now yeah. he's saying, well, there's still a self in the good and there's still the idea of self in the bad. Now you're thinking, <laughs> so our idea was the self is really determined if it's bad or good. And they're talking about self and self alone is the underlying problem. Yeah. The idea of being the doer and the owner of whatever's going on, no matter what is being done or owned. Yeah. The underlying problem <clears throat> is the identification as the self. That was rude awakening for me and a lot of other people. Because we came in, all right, it's not now time to become good, to sort of counteract all those years of being bad. Yeah. We yeah. didn't see that the same activity was was going to be happening. I thought it would be a different activity when I was good, doing good than when I was doing bad. And again, that was a nice awakening to realize, no, I, I'm... I could be in the condition of being selfish while I'm being nice and doing service and being generous and shit. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of awakenings in what we call the spiritual awakening in recovery. You waken up a lot. You wake up to a lot of misnomers and, and uh, old ideas and misconceptions. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. Agreed. But I really thought it was bad and good. You know, I had I had to counteract the bad with a lot of good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's a great I that's a great thing, what you brought up, because it shows uh, how wrong most I thought everything was really, and I felt I just had to become good without ever seeing the underlying condition of taking myself to be this doer and thinker and feeler and taster, I just thought I could just, I didn't think there was any other options. I thought I'm self and then I can either be good or bad. And I had been bad a long time seemingly. And it was time that the, the page turned and now I, I was going to be good, like it or not. <laughs> I'd had to, I'd have to be good. <laughs> Yeah. There's a whole empty void of space underneath all that. It's awesome, really. Yeah, so. I hadn't felt that. I hadn't thought of that in a long time. Thank you about that. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it, Paul. Yeah. yeah. How did that other slogan go that I liked? Something like, it's a program you have to do all by yourself, but not alone. Something like that. Yeah. In other words, get off your ass and you know, pick up some chairs with other people picking up chairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, it looks like William un unmuted himself. All right, William. Yes. And then Floyd for that. Yeah, thank you. I lost a little bit of my computer. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I find myself uh, kind of looking for a one-liner that's going to solve all my problems. And I, I, I keep finding, I mean, everything I'm saying mentally is correct that I heard from the, the meetings, but uh, my still at my uh, my body, etc., is still in uh, has issues, and uh, I'm getting very frustrated. Uh, I'm sort of desperate, and I just wanted to share that. I don't want to go on with it, but that's what I want to say. Thank you, William. Yeah. From the view of the action figure, a lot of things seem unchangeable and it's very frustrating. That is it. That is it. Yeah, but this is uh, separates the men's from the boys and the women from the girls. Uh, we got to grow up. Yeah, we have to, like they say in AA, we have to learn how to fit ourselves around circumstances and try to have the circumstances fit around uh us. Yeah, I have a thing with, you know, you know, I got run over and physically disabled somewhat. And one of the weirdest things is one foot is totally different than the other foot. So I get a pair of shoes. But it's, it's like, it's not like having two feet to put the two shoes on. The one foot, any shoe will do. The other foot, both shoes won't do. <laughs> and it gets cranky and it's fucking barks and swells up and I don't have much feeling there. And, you know, it's been going on 40 something years. And uh, it was obvious it wasn't gonna change that dramatically. So therefore something else had to occur. Yeah, which was an acceptance. And so uh, that frustration is just the head running up against its powerlessness, literally. Your head is super frustrated, things are the way they are, but it's not able to change those things. Exactly. It be the way it wants to be. This is the dilemma of powerlessness. And it gets frustrated but it has the inability to learn really it does you have to see it from a larger scope and see you're not that because it doesn't come to acceptance through virtue it's pragmatism actually it's just the frustration and the whining just never works and then there's a point where it can just give up and now you're in a way of an acceptance of that which you were defiantly rejecting, and things go better. Yes. Well, yeah. one, one thing that I've been using, I mean, it's probably an old cliche, but what you can't cure, you have to endure. And I think I'm, I've reached that point now where what I can't cure, I have to endure. So I have to, I have to take a lot of discomfort and suffering and mental anguish, etc. I mean, but I want to fight that, but. I know that that's not going to help. It only compounds it. Now, is that what we're talking about to a certain extent? You have to accept what... Well, no, but that's how it 
that's where something would like to apply it to the message. But we're not talking about that. But that's an that's a topic in the action figure world, which obviously has a lot to do with acceptance and surrender. Yeah. And um sometimes it's just it's like gonna sometimes it has to burn down to the nub, and other times it will have a, a shorter lifespan, yeah? And there'll be a moving out of it, yeah? I mean, I was super frustrated, obviously, when I got run over. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, unbelievably frustrated. I mean, uh, and my defiance got broken hundreds of times of having absolutely no choice and no power you know, I didn't even know they were operating on me. I would just wake up and I could tell there was new bandages in new locations. And then I'd ask the nurse what the fuck happened. And I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen graphically, uh, it's best not to argue with reality. You're going to lose. Yes. Or the reality is how it's appearing. And, uh, you can ask for the gift of acceptance yeah. and at least have a different attitude towards the pain and limit a lot of the suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've tried every method that I can think of. Well, maybe no method. Yeah. And just surrender. Well, that's what I'm trying to go right now. Uh, but it's a very, very rough road. And I also, uh, well, I lost something I was going to say. I keep looking for some place to stand, and there seems to be no place to stand. Oh, yes, that's true. That's it, great. It feels like I have no existence or something. I mean, yes, that's, that's great. It feels like, what do I hold on to? What do I say? What do I do? I just have to sit here and suffer? I mean, there must be something I can do. I keep looking for that something, you know. And, uh, that's great, literally. That's okay. great. That's yeah, great. you're at the end of the pool. Now maybe you'll be able to enjoy the water more. Yeah. It doesn't feel too great, but... I'll to the head it doesn't, but I'll tell you, uh, there's a swelling un uh, underneath that head. There's a swelling of something that you'll be affected by. Literally. Okay. Yes. Okay. All this, when you wreck, yes. Yeah. The head gets confronted with its own terminalness and its own finiteness. Yeah. And then it, if you really can listen to it, it starts fizzling. It's the, the wires are overloaded. Yeah. And this, uh, It's that it's the conundrum of the powerlessness and the frustration boiling up, and it's never gonna an it's never ever gonna get an answer that it can conceive of. It's just not, yeah. So this is to me beautiful. Seriously, <laughs> that's how I see it. Seriously. Then what do I do? Do I hang around with those kind of feelings, or or where would I? I think you gotta be you're gonna learn for yourself. What's you know, sometimes you hang around, sometimes you distract from it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then ask for some guidance and then uh, you'll come, you'll discern stuff. Yeah. The, the light can see through anything in a way it, it'll discern stuff. So I don't have any road answer. It's just, you just go and then sometimes I pay attention to something. Sometimes I don't pay attention to something. I've, yeah. had, I've had several free samples of so-called, you know, over the years. And that, in, in a way, it, it makes it even more frustrating because I know that what I've been now isn't real, or at least I mentally know it. But like everybody, and you know, about it, teachers, there's always this felt sense. There's always this sort of something that's just not there. That, that, that just seems to just always escape you. Escapes me. Where Great. Pardon me? Great. Great. Seriously. Okay. Yes. What you are is beyond its reach, bro. You're just describing the experience, which is frustrating from one view, but it's a hallelujah, hallelujah from another view. It's frustrated it can't reach as far as it seems to need to reach. Now, you're sharing from its point of view. There's another point of view of seeing it, which has a much different result, like a hallelujah instead of a frustration. Yeah, you're right at that bend, bro. Yeah. The frustration has a point. You may not notice it, but it has a point bringing you to that hallelujah. Yeah. Whatever it takes. And you can't really do anything about it anyway, so you might as well just go with it. And the frustration of frustration is not going to be, the end result is not going to be frustration. It's going to be seeing you're not that, that wants to fucking figure shit out. It can't. Yeah, it's ended. It's running into its own finiteness. It's running into its own fail, failedness, which is its greatest success because you're not it. Yes, you're not. You're not it. How it holds you, you can't be hold that way. Yeah. So that okay. frustration of keeping that hold and keep having it as you and running into powerless dilemmas and frustration. There's, it drops sooner or later, bro. It does. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I've gone through that whole thing in a sense. I know that taste. And to this day, it's usually pretty... Uh, it's like, it's like something has left the station and it's at it's still... Wondering why that you're going to get it. It's just, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's like its own finiteness is dawning on itself. Yes. It's, it's just, I think it's great in a lot of ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I hear you on that. Um, it was a beautiful description of the utter frustration of the head, that agitation, that some of it, when it goes in a certain way, we call seeking, but that agitation is that it can't get it. It's, it's, it's incapable 
of understanding the non-understandable, yeah? And it's, and or change. I don't want to feel what I'm feeling. What does that just yell out loud? A, a sense of powerlessness, yeah? Yet that's where the power lies. We have it in recovery. You finally admit the powerlessness and you stop experiencing so much powerlessness, which would be frustration and grievance and resentment. You start feeling power, even in the debilitating state of the body. Yeah. The body does not dictate every moment that I have. It doesn't. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thank you for the sharing. And thank, thank you. you for coming back. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. You ready for Floyd? Yes. Yes. I think everyone for a second after Floyd should sit with a little, if you remember what William said, and more what was expressed. This is, this is, uh, it's, it's, it's 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 good to be acknowledged, yeah, because this is not Williams' situation. It's it's the heads that that manufactured activity. It's its situation, and it very rarely describes it as rawly as William just did. So it's the emperor with no clothes talking about having no clothes. It's very, it's very. Yeah, so, all right, bring on Floyd. Uh, so there is, uh, like last year I came across the teachings of Ramesh Balsekar. I think you also mentioned him once. And uh, he said the same thing probably in a different way that everything is happening is God's will, cosmic wish. So, you know, and at that time when I listened to it, I felt it's a great relief because Anyway, things are happening and the onus is not on me. But uh, what yes. I find is a discomfort is that the onus keeps, like, I don't know, the mind or something in me again brings the onus back to me. Okay, you didn't do this. You didn't travel to no, that. Place. It brings it back to it. And yes. then taking it to be you. Yes. It back to it. <laughs> this is the thing. The same movement different effect when you see it's bringing it back to you oh fuck when you see it's bringing it back to it i'm not that mm. see, you see the invitation of it yeah the old mm. welcoming was it's it's bringing it back to me and mm. then the new salutation is i'm not that yes mm -hmm. Hallelujah. It's the perfect thing of using the poison as a medicine. In duality, you take two pills. Yeah. There's a description of what you think you are. And then the next pill is you're not that. Yes. That's how it goes. If, if, if this activity wasn't happening, you would be what you are. It would be no big, giant searching and shit like that. Yeah. But obviously here, 
it's shrouded or clouded because reality is in the act of wanting to attain reality. It's in a dilemma of its own making, so to speak. Yeah. And it produces effects that are now pretty common knowledge. And the antidote to that is non-duality. Yeah. Because you are that, but you don't think you're that. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people try to convince the thinking that you're that, and it doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't. Maybe in a closed environment, all controlled and managed, but once, uh, you know, it just doesn't. Yeah. So, yeah, the great relief is the onus is on you, and yet the head says the onus is on you. Exactly. And that's not you. This is not about changing the head. It's about admitting it's probably a crapshoot if it changes or not. Yes, but I wouldn't I wouldn't want to depend on its changing to be fucking okay. I just wouldn't. It's just it could be a long arduous two steps forward, one step back, actually one step forward, two steps back. I'm saying all this is great information because it it accumulates to the recognition, I'm not that, yes. I'm not that that believes it's responsible for fucking everything. I'm not that that believes it doesn't want to be responsible for everything. I'm not that, yeah. Great. Everyone, every 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 appearance is, is greeted with the same salutation, I'm not that. <laughs> Yeah. So yes, Floyd, I understand. It was a great relief to hear that you weren't the doer of all this shit that seemed to have been done. And it worked, but it doesn't seem to continue to work because the quickness of the mechani mechanical programming slips a you in there. And now you are trying to change the you that you're not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not unusual. This happens all the time. That's why we, most of what we say here is brought up, is, is accompanied with a warning to recognize it in, in right now that that's what's going on. Yes? Yeah. There's a mechanical claiming of whatever's happening to reinforce and support a narrative. So it's confirmation bias so there's no evidence that's bringing about the true effect would be there's only seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. All the evidence keeps saying there's a seer, there's a hearer, there's a feeler, there's a taster, there's a toucher. Yeah? It's, it's a, a huge act of confirmation bias. So it's using something to imply that it's happening, which is not even close. Yes? But we start as the seer, and that's how we try to describe seeing. Yeah? This is use the seeing to describe the seer. Yes. Start from where you are and see what you're not, instead of starting from what you're not, trying to see what you are. Just trying to make a simple correction. Yeah? And pound it every week. So you're not surprised. I thought I gave up this, and now it seems like I haven't given up things. Yeah, that's called duality. 
you think you had it, then you lose it. Then you have it, then you lose it. <laughs> I mean, you're the juggled and you're the juggler. That's the way it goes. Yes? <laughs> uh, the juggler is fr frustrated about the juggled and the juggled is frustrated about the juggling. Yes, of course. Why do you just want it to continue to use itself to reinforce itself? Throw a wrench in there. Every once in a while, I'm not that, yeah? You want something to do? I'm not a believer in doing. Well, you want something to do? Just throw it in there every once in a while. When you're going into your na the narrative, oh, you just, it's like got only two gears, fronts and back. And you slip into the gears, oh, and then, oh, it's me, and da, da, da. No, throw a wrench in there. It's not you. Wow. Why do you, when you give a lot of meaning to something, there's some, there's, you know, part of the, the weight of that meaning is interest and attention. Do you understand? Your interest and attention is being given to things by the meaning that you give things. And the interest and attention is really the lifeblood of this event. Yeah. It's nice to sort of take back some of that. Allow that interest and attention to go back to its source with its presence. Yes. Presence before being present to form and name. Presence. Yeah. Keep coming back if it's, yeah, just, we're here for the duration. As long as I can sit up and do this, I will put it out because I don't know which one will break the camel's back, but the camel's back is definitely be broken. It's definitely going to be broken. Yes. And you're going to see there was no camel's back. It has to. It's finite. It's going to come to a fucking end. Yeah, and then it will reappear, but you'll see it in a different light. Yes, you'll have mm -hmm. a strong enough pause when it kicks back in. You won't be taking the you; it keeps taking you to be. <laughs> you just won't. You'll have some immunity, newfound immunity, and it's based in fact. That's the glory of it. You don't have to maintain it or fucking develop it more. It's just you. Present and available. Yeah. Hopefully you'll be able to enjoy whatever you, whatever less pain you're having in life. Yes. Have some gratitude about how great it is, even though it seems bad. Yeah. These aren't hard things to do. Just allow another view to take a look at things and you'll come to another conclusion. Maybe it'll be gratitude, you know? We have it in recovery. People, oh, I've outgrown AA. I don't get anything out of the meetings. Well, you could go to a meeting looking for what you can give. What? Oh, yeah. There's different views. Not only one view all the time. It's lots of views. You can see things from a lot of different angles. You can, really. Mm. You can see things from a lot of different angles. Yeah. But a... Uh, this has been a very nice night. I'm happy for William sharing. And uh, yeah.
I think pain and suffering are two, they're different though. Yes. Suffering I feel is more from obviously the mental reaction to a physical pain. And pain seems to happen in the brain about a physical condition. There may not be much you can do sometimes with the pain, but there is seems a lot that uh, the suffering is malleable. Yeah, and uh, and I think suffering and pain and have a lot to do with self. The idea of a self. So pain is has a lot of value to the narration because it convinces us that we must be a body. Yeah. Because I'm feeling something so much. It's a big convincer, literally. But the selfing has another role with it. It uses it to to it's like uses pain like an instrument to play a lot of tunes of suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can have it the only available instruments are acoustic or you can be providing martial amps and an electrified guitar. You're going to have long fucking solos then. But it'd be nice just to have an acoustic ver a version of shit. <laughs> uh, so whatever. I'm happy to be here. Happy William you shared tonight and uh, everyone else. Anyone? Dana has Dana. Um, I'm sorry I butchered Ramana's last name or both of them. <laughs> um, but I I um I have a thing I I I have changed so much, but um it's I have not forgiven my mother and father. They're both dead. They've been long dead. Um and I think I've forgot I think I've done it and then I haven't. And I think I've done it and I go along okay and then I'm back at it. And I um I don't I want it to resolve it, but I don't seem to be able to do that. Because I keep going well, back and forth. They've resolved um, their end of it. Yeah. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah. But I don't want to be, I don't want to keep doing it. I mean, I want to be able to resolve it. Okay. But what? how we would view that is, who is it that doesn't want to keep doing it? It's not you. Other places, how to help you with that? Yeah, but the, the the spirit of this platform is to question the subject that feels like it has to do something or is unwilling to do something. And then that subject can be dealt with with skillful means, yes? So you can do, why don't you do an inventory on your mother and father concerning your resentments? Yeah, write it out. Okay. See your role in things and ask for the higher power to uh take all of it and reconfigure yes that's what okay. we would do EA. yeah okay you seem to have resentments towards two dead people yeah i would write down the resentments obviously there's no new resentment it's an old resentment right. 
that you keep entertaining or your head does so it seems to be new and just do an inventory i resent my mother i resent my father for whatever having me or whatever these grand ideas we get and then write it down and then look at your role in things where are you or, or were you or are you being selfish or self-centeredness? It's obvious, right? Right, right. It's obvious, yeah? And where are you being uh, self-seeking and frightened? And where are you being inconsiderate? And where are you being, uh, what's the other one? Dishonest, yeah? Just tell the truth about it. Do the other one about your father. Share it with someone you respect in the program. Right. And and then what you find your role in things, you can see it's not your role in things. It's that which has defeated your role. And it's that which has defeated you is using two dead people to defeat you now. And you ask that power, yes, to re- reconfigure this shit and take it from you. And there you go. And then come back and tell us how it went. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. You, follow, you followed that, right? Yeah. 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 I resent and what, you know, how it how it was and how it's being used now, because obviously the head is using it now. Yes. To affect. And those two people can't affect you that passed away. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I would do that and then come back and share the great. Okay. Yeah. I will right. do that. Yeah, try it. Yeah. See, there's action figure shit, which is important. It has its it has its importance and stuff like that. And then there's the underlying message of the irrelevance and the importances that come and go every day. Yeah. One isn't denying the other yeah so there's when in rome you have to do as the romans do and lend unto caesar's what caesar's yeah so here you seem to be hung up by resentments concerning your parents well there's a simple way of dealing with that tell the truth about it and then offer it up and then move on to your next day yes right right and, uh, and then also with the non-duality, you can ask, well, who is it that did it or who is it that has the resentment? Right. And you'll see that will weaken it from, a, you know, there's like trying to apply something from here and then weakening the foundation it's resting on. Non-duality right. will weaken this foundation. And while it's while it's still seem appearing, you're putting a bomb like a BAL bomb to deal with the wound. Yeah. Right. Basically, the whole foundation's being addressed from non-duality. Yeah. They have their time and their moments. Yeah. 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 So that's what I would. Yeah, that would be my suggestion. Thank you. Yeah. Hmm. Anyone else? No. Uh, no other hands, no. Okay, well, I'm going to start saying goodbye if I can. Mike, as always, thank you.
and I'll get that stuff uh, for the meetings. I'll send it to you soon for January 20th and stuff. William Stamps, thank you very much for uh, trusting us here in the, the space. Yeah, very nice. Sherry, as always, nice to see you. I'll see you Saturday. That's great. Fantastic. Eric P., yep, I'll be meeting you personally, I hope. Absolutely. Or impersonally would be nice. <laughs> yes. I knew, as always. Yes. Floyd, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Mike G. Susan H. There she is. Nice to see Susan. David Bitterman. Miak. Yes. Jin. J I N. Wow. <clears throat> Dennis W. Frank in Tucson. Hold hands with us. Yeah. Kathleen G. Susanna W. Yes, nice. Always nice to see you, Susanna. Rachel. I don't know if I've met Rachel before. Grateful Dave. Rye I. I think I got everyone there. Hey, thanks for uh it's nice holding the space, yes. Thank you, brother. Yep. I'll see Thank you guys. Paul.